Content warning, y'all. We have lots of fun making this podcast, but remember, we watch a lot of R-rated films, use language that reflects that, and joke about heavy topics to create levity around these themes. If that doesn't feel safe or could be triggering, please take care of yourself. We want you to have fun listening, too. This also means we might not be suitable for children. Oh, yeah, and we spoil the end of all the movies we pot about. Thanks for listening. I mean, I didn't get there in time, so, but yeah. That's what she said. Mm. Who who ims her? I just noticed the pinwheel behind you is also about to fall over. Yeah, it's because the wind, the wind yeah, I know that why. is making my face explode. No, that's not what wind <laughs> does. <laughs> well, the wind that's carrying the allergy that's making my face explode. Don't look at me like you are closing your you. eyes. <laughs> Hello and welcome. Yeah, or something. <laughs> Patreon, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah. Uh, Tiki Taki. Yeah. It's my birthday month. Oh, shit. That's right. Right? So these, this is, I, I've chosen the last film, this film, <laughs> last episode. You're welcome for that one. Um, Just like four hours of me talking about how awful uh, cis men <laughs> <laughs> I've already forgotten. Great balls of fire. Oh, yes. <laughs> I feel like we've watched eight movies since <laughs> we watched that one. I'm I'm kind of excited to for that episode. Like, at first I was like, oh, this is going to be awful. I'm like, no, yeah, it's my birthday month. Like, fuck you, everyone oh, I'm yeah. talking about. <laughs> anyway. Um, Let's see if we lose any of our eight regular <laughs> listeners with that one. <laughs> Um, we did have if eight all, listeners. If all the, now we have seven and a half. <laughs> if we didn't lose you with trans and vagina talk, then... Right, yeah. It's <laughs> let's, let's be clear. <laughs> I will say this. I do hashtag every Instagram post with like trans podcast yeah. or transgender. Right. <laughs> Queer. <laughs> Maybe that's Tarn why... Pod. <laughs> Tarns, Tarns of uh, Tarns of podcast. <laughs> shout out to Tarnsman of Gore. <laughs> oh yeah, Tarnsman, Tarnsman of podcast. <laughs> Tarnsman of pod. <laughs> um yeah, but go to patreon.com to celebrate my birthday. Patreon.com slash ZNK pod or patreon.com slash Z underscore author because oh. yeah. Hey oh. Yeah. Because that's mine. <laughs> um or both. If you want to like toss me Do a dollar, up. toss us a dollar, be like, all right, and celebrate my birthday in style. Or if you're like, how do I celebrate your birthday when I don't have any money? Go to Instagram.com slash CNKpod and follow, follow, follow or Twitter or TikTok. <laughs> and just follow us and be like, yeah. uh, what's up? And then we'll. You could also. I, I will I'm, say this, though. Mm. 
we have a couple people that follow us every two weeks. Like new followers, you mean? No. Oh. The same people will just like follow us. I guess they like unfollow us and then they like are just like going through and like and there's like at least like two people on our Instagram that have like started following us like three times at least. (laughs) I'm like, okay. Wow. Are they like individual accounts or are they like they're no, they're other podcast accounts. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you're just going through the tag and following any. Yeah. And then you see what we post and you're like, ooh, unfollow. And then you just, you don't have a. You see that I report your comment <laughs> for spam every time. Anyway. <coughs> no, it's like actually like a couple of them. Like we, I followed back. Like one of them oh, in particular, yeah. I followed back and then they like. Unfollowed. Then it was like, they started following you. And I'm like, cool, 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 but cool, I cool, followed cool. them when they followed me. That's weird. There's a weird I ain't no thing. follow back girl. Yeah. There like never ever ever be a follow for follow person. Um, it's literally like people like this th- I think this got really big. It might have gotten big because of MySpace. Uh-huh. Um but people used to do it on Twitter all the time. And it's something where like it's a there there's two ways that people do it. One, everyone that follows you, you automatically follow back. Right. This is I this hurts my head like I can't oh yeah that's just too many no someone will have like a hundred thousand followers and they'll be following a hundred thousand people and I'm like that's what is this the 90s how anyway um but they'll either just like follow everyone back or they will be like I follow for follow and then they'll have like a hundred thousand followers and then they unfollow everyone. So it looks like they've organically uh-huh. developed this uh-huh. like huge following. And then they just like will have like, oh, I follow 20 people and I have 100,000 followers. I'm famous or I'm whatever. I'm an influencer. Right. Um, but or now, though, there are things where you can pay. Yeah, uh, I'm sure there's all kinds for, of bots and whatnot. Yeah. You can pay uh, certain things. Like, I don't exactly, yeah. You can pay the people to follow you. Like, it's not real people. I think it's, like, you pay to get follows, and it's, yeah. but it's just, like, bot accounts, and it's just, like, okay, cool. That seems organic. Anyway. um, But, yeah, follow for follow is, like, is the, it's a, basically a ticket to show that you don't know what you're doing. Like, if you say, I follow for follow, like, no one's going to interact with you or anything, because it just seems yeah. like you don't know what you're doing and from anyone that that like has any success or anything they're like don't do follow it's <laughs> not gonna work out it's gonna end up bad also like i don't here's here's how i follow people um like i'm, I'm on my personal account i don't if someone starts following me unless like i know them and i'm like oh shit i didn't know they had a twitter or whatever and start following them I don't immediately follow people back for two reasons. One, I wait to see if they actually interact with me because I'm not just going to follow someone. Mm-hmm. And then they, because this is another thing. I follow someone and then they immediately unfollow me because they just wanted to follow. No, if you do that, I'm going to unfollow you mm-hmm. because that means that you don't actually give a shit about anything I do. Mm-hmm. Two, if someone starts following me and I go to their Twitter or whatever, and I can't quite tell their political mm-hmm. 
I feel I'm like I'm not following you until yeah, yeah. you interact with me more or something like that. So like I don't just follow people. <laughs> And this ends up like I don't get a lot of followers because people follow and unfollow me all the time because I don't just follow them back because they don't interact with me. And I'm like, I'm not just going to follow you because you followed me. That's not how this works. You have to work for my attention. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I'm surprised anyone expects that at this stage. I know. It's weird. Also, my favorite thing is when people follow you and then within an hour unfollow you. I'm like, did you accidentally follow me or right. are you pissed that I didn't immediately follow you back because I have a life? Or did you follow me and then look at my content? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> did you follow me and then be like, this is a pretty blue and pink flag. Oh, ew. <laughs> um, so this week, since it's my birthday month, we've established that. I also, yeah, my face is blowing up, so... I probably just sound like I have a cold because it sounds no different to me. I, I, this is something when I go back and listen to any voice messages I send, I always end up doing this and I, it sounds like I just have like so much snot (laughs) just like, and that it's just, this is why I'm always offering you tissues. (laughs) I know. It's, yeah, and I like I don't feel stuffy at all. Or sometimes but like, when I come into the room and I'm like, how you doing, sniffles? <laughs> okay, that's usually, that will be for a reason because I've been sniffling a lot. Usually, like, I'll be, I'll have, be, I'll have been yawning or something and then I get sniffly and you'll be like, how you doing, sniffles? Because you I'm always said, worried you're just right, sobbing Because there have been several times that I've been sobbing alone. <laughs> And I'm like, I was sobbing alone. And Keith's like, God damn it. I thought I heard you sniffling. I knew I should have asked if you were okay. Um, and we have a rule in this house. <laughs> no sobbing alone. <laughs> I just, I just like, I just like sometimes. <laughs> I just like sometimes being alone with my dark thoughts and spiraling by myself. <laughs> um, yeah, it feels totally safe. <laughs> That's how I, <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, so this, yeah, I'm going to listen back because I'm, I'm actually stuffy today. Usually I'm not stuffy. I right. don't feel stuffy at all. So when I listen back, I'm like, why do I sound like my nose is just contained in snot? Because that's not how, that's not how I feel. But today I feel that way. And uh-huh. so if I listen back. And You'll I, probably hear it. But if I sound normal, I'm just going to be like, son of a bitch. <laughs> You'll probably hear it, but I, I doubt. Yeah. Anyway, I felt a little stuffy today. I always sound stuffy because I always am. Yeah. So there. Yeah. 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 You want to talk to your new doctor about allergies? (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) I think it's important. (coughs) Keck. Um, Mystery Men, 1999. So this is a film that I loved when it came like i keith and i were talking about this we never really heard about it we just ended up watching it somehow like i was at a friend's house and they started watching it in front of me or whatever and i'd never on purpose or was it just like yeah yeah they were like oh let's watch they they were like oh we rented this movie because like it was like every time i would spend the night at their house um they would like, or not every time, but most of the time when I would spend the night at their house, they would rent movies. And sometimes they would rent movies after I got there. And sometimes they would uh-huh. have rented movies before I got there. Uh-huh. Um, so they started watching it and I 
fucking loved the movie. And again, it was like right after I'd seen Eddie Izzard's uh, oh, yeah. stand up for the first time. So I knew who she was, but right. like, you know, no one else did. And I was like, right. oh my God, I know her. <laughs> and I was like, oh. And you don't it know was, about her? Yeah. And I thought Greg Kinnear was super fucking hot because yeah. he played a homo in As Good As It Gets. Uh-huh. So I was like, ooh. Because I was like, whatever. Like, if you played someone gay, like when I was a child, if you played someone gay in a movie, I was afraid of you. Then once puberty started hitting, if you played someone gay, I was like, I don't know what it is about this person, but I'm <laughs> super attracted to them. And I <laughs> um, so he was don't play uh, gay. Yeah. <laughs> so. And you're from Florida. Don't play gay. Yeah, I I grew up in Florida. I watched it in Florida. Isn't that hilarious? Um. So yeah. Um, I, I thought Greg Kinnear was hot. Um. And, like, I knew I loved Janine Garofalo because she was in The Truth About Cats and Dogs, which is a movie I fucking Yes. Loved. I fucking loved that movie so much. Um, and she was in Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion. Yes. Like, she was in so many so many things, and I fucking loved her. The best part of uh, Cats and Dogs is the premise being <laughs> that she's unattractive. <laughs> yeah, it's weird because I feel like so many... Here's the thing about Janine Garofalo that, like, confused me is that, like, I didn't think she was unattractive, but I felt like there were a lot of things done to her to try to make her look unattractive. Huh. Um, Like, it, it, which I wasn't sure if that was a choice on her part. Yeah. Or if right. that was something that, like, because I always felt like they didn't really bother to, like, do her makeup very well. I always felt uh-huh. like she didn't have, like, great makeup. Uh-huh. And this isn't, like, I think, like... If you see Janine Garofalo now, she looks, like, almost the same. You know, she looks a little different. But, like, she just looks like she does better makeup (laughs) on Uh herself, you know? And I'm like, you know, there was always, like, I mean, it was the 90s. so this, But, like, in Mystery Men, too, like, she just has, like, this, like, yeah. Non blended like black smear like eye that shadow. Intentional. Right, that, exactly. But like it did not look good. Like it does it's not a good look on anyone, like ever. Like if I you was more upset oh, yeah, by her, the, uh, the lipstick. Pink lipstick. <laughs> in the um, half of the movie. I think she looks really cool in this. Yeah. And I yeah. don't think she looks bad, but it's like it always felt like the intention behind her makeup was to make her look like she didn't know how to do makeup. Uh-huh. She was just wearing it uh-huh. incidentally or whatever. Um, but yeah, like I the the weird thing about the truth about cats and dogs is that like okay, and this is not like a dig on Uma Thurman or anything, but like Uma Thurman is like just weird looking. I agree. And I'm not saying that in an ugly way. It's just like I don't feel like Uma Thurman is conventionally attractive. I don't yes. think she's more conventionally attractive. Right. Exactly. That's Jimmy what I mean. Garoppolo. That's what I mean. It's <laughs> yeah. like she's except just, she's taller and thinner. Right. Or not even thinner. I yeah, don't think she's not. just taller and and appears thinner because she's taller. Right. <laughs> no, totally. So you're just like, okay, what's going on here? You know? And yeah, it's just like it's that weird thing of like, who's the male lead in that? Uh, like Bill Paxton or something? No, no, it's a British dude. His oh, okay. name's like Bill something. I don't know. He... Well, at least I got that part right. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, but you. Oh, that's the joke. Oh. Um. Yeah, Mystery Men is just like one of those movies. I think it holds up. Like we were at, like at the end of it last night. You were like, this fucking holds up. I had as much fun watching it this time as 
every other time, I feel like if I had, not more. I feel like I had more fun watching it this time yeah. than, I mean, granted, I was stoned. <laughs> sure. I feel like th- this is probably number three for me. No, of, in viewing, watching it? Viewing, yeah. Oh, my God. I've seen it so many times. Yeah. I'm a, <laughs> I, used to I mean, watch I don't know if that's time. accurate. It feels like number three because yeah. there's the first time and there's the time you and I watched it together. Yeah. And then this is... The third time, yeah. So that's that would make three. <laughs> there might have been another one in there. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It I would have been solo. Yeah, I used to watch it all the time to the point that it has affected my um, vocabulary. So I say sabotage, and that's what I'm referencing. Like if if I say sabotage, every single line that the spleen says, you're like, oh, I say this all the time. No, I quote the spleen. I love yeah, it. That's what I mean. You're very attractive. <laughs> oh my god, I fucking love it so much. When she's like, <laughs> when he's like, <laughs> I'm sorry. She's like, there's not enough, <laughs> there's not enough beer in the world, spleen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> and he's just like, I saw a thing where Paul Rubin said that he felt like. He I think he was saying like he didn't like this, but he felt like that he played the character as if they were kind of slow. <laughs> his words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, but then I watched the movie and it doesn't seem that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love the spleen. Just looks like he does not necessarily pick up on social cues. Right. And he's just like assuming he knows what's going on when he doesn't necessarily, yeah. and so I relate. <laughs> Um, definitely but it's not played like he's an idiot right it's played just like that's just how he is which i appreciate and like everybody's annoyed with him everybody is annoyed with him but they're not annoyed with him they don't make fun of him or like mock him it's just like he's it's like no you're not saying like you know but also when he speaks up they listen to him yeah you know what i mean like when he's like no this isn't fair that you know they're like well you know um I, yeah. I, yeah, this watch through, uh, he was my favorite part. Yeah, oh, God. Hold on, stop it. Oh, oh, right, can we speak? Wow, that was great. I, I, we I. might be able to uh, squeeze in one more interview. Yeah, seeing as how you schlepped your ball all this way. Appreciate that, thanks. You're really good. What's up? I'm the screen. I'm the bowler. How you doing? <laughs> Very attractive. It's so good. This is the only... Well, one of the, like, very few, like, can count on one hand, probably not even five, very few <laughs> films with Ben Stiller in. No, I'm saying, like. Count on one hand, not even five. Yeah, not even five fingers. Okay. but On one hand. Like, I, but I don't mean, like, there's a whole five. I would say there's not a whole hand to be counted. No, I like. understood what it meant. <laughs> it just, without the visual. Anyway. Y'all, y'all you know what English I mean. English wrong, I which is sh- ironic because you're Native American. <laughs> that was a good. That was a good joke. <laughs> I feel like I've made it before. You probably have, but I don't anyway. remember. So that's all that matters. And I don't think you've made it all the way. I have. So anyway, what I'm saying is, this is one of the very minuscule number of films in which I am willing to not just can abide or like can barely stand. I'm willing to put up with Ben Stiller. Yeah. 
I do not enjoy Ben Stiller films. I don't enjoy his brand of comedy. I don't enjoy how he plays things. And I feel like this film is like the only movie that he doesn't do the Ben Stiller shit, which is every single time playing a character that's lying about something minuscule until it blows up so big that, and it just like all of his films give me so much anxiety that I cannot, like I just get like, like, like literally like, like I'm like stimming while I'm watching them because I'm like, I have to calm myself down. You know, (laughs) I don't like it. Like I hate, I hate like meet the parents. I hate all that shit Mm -hmm. because it's just like, Oh, I'm lying about something. Oh, I hate it so much. I can't stand it. Well, there was definitely a moment of he and Jeannie Garofalo had a, had a little moment where they were, I feel like, very sought after. Yeah, for sure. And they did. I, I I watched a clip of him on Letterman from this time because I saw a reference to him saying that he and Kinnear got into it. Yeah. But I couldn't find that clip. But yeah. uh, they did a book together that's like a self-help book. It's supposed to be satirical. Oh, for sure. I remember that coming out. I remember seeing that in the... I don't remember that. I remember being the... I worked at a Whole Foods. It was in a strip mall. Uh-huh. And a couple doors down was a video store. That's hot. Is that where it was? There was maybe a bookstore, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was probably at the bookstore. And their book was right next to, like... Um... Like, whatever the book version of that documentary about Norwegian black metal. Oh, Until the Light Takes Us or whatever. Yeah. Or whatever that's called. Yeah, I'm familiar. Are you going to look something for something? No. Oh, okay. I'm going to pause notes. for a second because I have to take okay. a tinkle. And I forgot to take my meds this morning. So, listeners, don't forget to take your meds. <laughs> so, I fucked up the pizza. Well, you didn't <laughs> fuck it up. It just sucks. No, <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, we watched Mystery Men, and Keith made pizza, so it was like super fun. <laughs> it was because it's like, well, you know, I don't know. It's like I okay. This is this is embarrassing <gasps> to admit, but when we do pizza in a movie, oh yeah. Sometimes I feel like I'm living my teenage fantasy totally better because yeah. I'm not going to have to like go to bed early or like right i can like watch tv afterwards or like you, you know. can do a drug I'm if you want to yeah <laughs> i can do <laughs> um no for real I, that's part of why it's a f- yeah. become a fun ritual for me yeah <laughs> and so i really like it and especially like revisiting like a movie from right my teen years um yeah so i do um yeah, I just I think this was really good. I was like a little bit worried that there was going to be like some weird like yeah, gay shit or transphobic right. shit and I was like, "Oh, what Which have I forgotten?" I mean like, yeah, but I don't think it's anything blatant enough to be right. like it's just there's like There's ballerina man. Right. And there's in the opening sequence at the old folks homes, there's like dancers that are White people dressed oh, in right. vaguely. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get any of that when I was a young person. But, I, like, get in the sense, the uh, like, the appropriativeness yeah, of it. Yeah. But, I mean, like, in the sense of, like, I didn't know what they were supposed to be. Like, oh, I, I didn't see. get, I felt like I didn't get, I'm like, what are they doing? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I thought, I thought it was all just, like, trying to, I thought it was all just trying to, like, I don't know, show, like, 
old people behaving like they're young people. That's what I thought. It's still unclear to me what that opening sequence is about. (laughs) (laughs) Other than Tom Waits trying to pick up old chicks. (laughs) Which is great. (laughs) Which I want to say, like, I didn't know who, like, this is the first thing I ever knew Tom Waits from. Oh, really? His Mystery Men. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know who he was. I'm like, I'm like, oh, the guy from Mystery Men makes me... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like right I, on. I had no idea who he was. I never listened to because I was really sheltered. Apparently, like, this I, is Jeffrey Rush's first Hollywood film. I believe it. Yeah. No idea. Yeah. This was definitely. I said this last I night do. when we were watching that. This is the first thing I saw Greg Kinnear in that I was like, "What?" <laughs> I don't know why. I thought I, he was like I. You know why? I think part of it is I used to confuse him with what's his name. I've asked you this before. Mm-hmm. Obnoxious. I think he was the first host of The Daily Show. Mm-hmm. Craig Kilborn. That's who you were thinking of? Mm-hmm. Oh, gross. Yeah. Ugh, Craig Kilborn. <sighs> Craig Ferguson is where it's at. Duh. Yeah. Man, I remember, because I used to watch uh, Craig Oh, Kilborn. boy. Oh, it's great. It's great. <laughs> um... I I used to watch Craig Kilborn, and then when it switched over to Craig Ferguson, I mean, I knew who he was because uh, of the Drew Carey show. Then no, I'd wait, only seen wait, like wait wait wait. What show is this though? Late Night with Craig Ferguson. Uh, okay. When it switched over, because it was Cra- Craig Kilborn, and then he uh, left the show, okay. and Craig Ferguson took okay. over. So it was like the same set and everything. It was just now it was Craig Ferguson, and it Drew I was Ferguson. like, how did I? ever think Craig Kilborn was, was even funny. remotely yeah. watchable. Right. Right. Also, I want to say this. Fucking Craig Kilborn had Eddie Izzard on one time and I saw this old clip and it was just horrible. Yes. He was just so yes. fucking disgusting. He was like asking her a question. Yes, because I remember she, this. She was like, um, cause like she, uh, started using like she pronouns, uh, like full time, I think, or, you know, most of the time, like, I don't know, a, a few years few back. Years ago. Um, but she was, like, using he pronouns um, at the time, which is, like, whatever. It doesn't yeah. matter. Um, but she was, like, uh, in, uh, like, in like she was, like, wearing a dress or whatever. Or, like, a skirt uh-huh. or something like that. So he was just, like, asking her. He was, like, how do you have sex? Do you, like, just, like, lift up your skirt? And she was just, like, not really answering she was like i yeah. just it's just normal i just do normal yeah. stuff and he's just like oh but do you lift up your skirt and i was like this yeah. is so fucking disgusting and so like it was just so i'm like this is so like violating to ask somebody because like if you ask like a a uh like Cis woman? A cis woman or like i don't know because like at the time eddie was using he pronouns right so like if you ask like any woman you know, or someone that like was like if that you perceived as a woman or whatever, trans or not. Yeah. I think if you asked that, you would be called like a harasser. But because Eddie at the time was using he pronouns, was like, oh, dude, in a dress, it's funny. Yeah. And it's like that. Mm, like it was so gross, yeah. and like people were laughing, and I was like literally like just like white hot, and I was like, you know what, Craig Kilborn sucks. Yeah. <laughs> he fucking sucks, and he's not funny. But anyway. There was a later with Greg Kinnear that I didn't know about. 
I mean, I'd never watched it because it was like in like 1995 or something like yeah. that. So, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, they did a skit with like a donkey and the donkey was just like spraying diarrhea. Anyway, I just read a tweet thing about it. Anyway, have fun editing all of this. Thank you. You're welcome. So, yeah. So Eddie Izzard is also in this movie. Mm-hmm. She is. Playing what dis one disco, uh, Tony. disco Tony. One of the Tonys. <laughs> one of the disco Of Tony. the disco gang. <laughs> right? Like the whole gang's theme is the This is disc- such a fucking weird movie. Like all the things that happen yeah. in this like cause it's supposed to be so uh Oh my god, why can't I think of his name? Uh Casanova Frankenstein. Yes. Um <laughs> Jeffrey Rush is playing Casanova Frankenstein, who's this like guy that like has been put away for like tw- yeah. 20 years He's so it's like villain. right so it was like the He's 70s done his time at arkham right so in the 70s he got put away so like all the oh, yeah, people right. that are like you know everybody basically that he is um all his cohorts yeah are all from the 70s so it's like a lot of like middle-aged people i think it's funny i think it's really kind of yeah. like whatever but Eddie Izzard and then this other dude, I don't really, I don't recognize him. Um, the other Tony? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, same. He, they're, <laughs> they're like from the disco gang and it's just, they're just wearing like bell bottoms. Of course, Eddie looks glamorous, but. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, well, and also. I, the, her accent is stupid. There's that scene. God bless. Eddie, but she like her American. She she her American accent. It's fine. It's great. It's not it's, bad, but it's just. I it's mean, definitely just hers. <laughs> nobody else's. You know what right. I mean? <laughs> but there's that scene where it's like they're talking about disco and <laughs> yeah, Castle Nova. A lot has changed while you were in prison. <laughs> a lot has changed. It's a, between since her you American accent and I'd... Jeffrey Rush's German accent. You've been locked up for 20 years, Casanova. A lot of things have changed since then. It must have been hard for you, Tony, the way times and styles have changed. To hear the people saying that disco is dead. Disco is not dead! It's wild. <laughs> I, I love it. I know. It's, uh, it just was so much more comical. I think it's like at the time I was like slightly disappointed because like yeah. I just discovered who Eddie was and yeah. she like wasn't. She both wasn't in drag and she was doing an American right. accent in this. And I was like, Eddie, what yeah. are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> but um, looking back now, I'm like, well, she does look rather glamorous in this. Um, but, you yeah, know, I'm the trying to remember. Like the she heels. was in a couple other movies. Yeah, she was in she was in fucking Velvet Goldmine. Um, yes, and she was in oh I can't remember what else, but she was yeah she was in other stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean she's been in <clears throat> tons of movies here yeah. and there. Um, oh, she, we should do the Velvet Goldmine thing. Oh, we should. Thanks for your birthday. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh God! I wrote I wrote but this down and I was like, "What the fuck is this supposed to say?" But what? <laughs> There's one point where Jeffrey Rush is doing his like German accent and he's like telling everybody that like he's like he's saying something about like partying or something. He's like, "It will go in 
into the other room and he's supposed to say in boogie or something like yeah. that. He's like, we'll do this in boogie, but he's it's a German accent, so he's like, und, und boogie. <laughs> it sounds so stupid. Und boogie. <laughs> All his like anime. I love Jeffrey Rush. Yeah. I oh, I fucking love him. He he's someone that like. It's my favorite Trotsky. <laughs> I. F- <laughs> I don't find him attractive, but I'm attracted to his, like, he just Characters. is so, yes, he's so, an- like, I, I'm like, he's not an attractive person. I'm not attracted to him, but, like, if he's in something, I'm like, fuck yes! Jeffrey Rush is in this? I fucking love yeah. him. And he, like, yeah. gives his all. He doesn't give a shit. He's, like, in fucking, I mean, like, it's not a great movie, but, like, I've seen Quills, like, a bajillion times. Oh, that's right. And that's he's right, just yeah. n- completely naked <sighs> with, like, shit all over his hands <laughs> and stuff like that in that movie. And he's just, like, in because, like, he's the Marquis de Sade or whatever, and they right. just keep punishing him and taking things away so that he can't write or whatever. Um, and he's, like, in a, you know, mental hospital or an insane asylum, I'll say, because that a sounds horrible. Yeah, it sounds horrible, and Sanitarium? he's not being helped at all. Right. Um, um, so, yeah, and he's just, like, naked for, like, half of it because they end up, like, taking – because he's, like, writing on his – clothing so they take away his clothing and he's just like he's finding things to write with like at one so point he ends up writing with feces? with his shit on the wall because they, <laughs> they take away because what happens is he like they take everything away from him and so he starts writing in blood on his clothes okay so they take away his clothes they take away everything and they just put him in like something so he ends up just shitting and like writing on the walls in his shit yeah and he's like i'll find a way you know uh that's a real artist. That's a true it's, artist. It's true. But Jeffrey Rush is just like, you know, not... Hanging brain? Yeah, he's just hanging brain in this little... Like, he's so, like, tight. He's, like, I one know, of those people yeah. that's just, like, a stick figure. But he, has, <laughs> but he has a little a little paunch belly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's just, like, tiny paunch belly and just, like, a full bush with a little <laughs> limp dick and shit on his fingers, you know? And you're like, you just... I like, yeah, he just does... I. I have such, I know it's silly, but, like, when dudes who don't look like fucking, like, Chris Hemsworth or whatever the fuck, when they're just completely naked in movies and they don't give a shit, and it's, like, I I love it. Because I'm, like, yeah, I don't really want to see perfect-looking naked bodies. I don't. I have no interest in it. I don't want to see. It's violence. That's (laughs) violence. I just don't want to see it. And it's, like, if someone's, like, able to be, like, it, it connotes, like, a lack of shame. Right. And a lack of like, like, like negativity around like different body types, and I fucking love it. I fucking love it. Yeah. So he's someone <laughs> that I like appreciate because he'll be naked and he doesn't give a shit. He'll take his clothes off. He's like, yeah, I'm. I have the legs of a stick figure. <laughs> I am. I'm probably never done a sit up in my life, and it doesn't matter. And I'm like, fuck yes, that's the body I want to see naked on film. <laughs> That's the body I'm going to see immortalized forever on film. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, Rusty Venture. Yes, exactly. I was literally (laughs) thinking, I'm like, that's probably what Rusty Venture looks like. (laughs) Just wearing a dickie and nothing else. Or maybe a thong. (laughs) 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 I feel like Jeffrey Rush is like the Australian Stephen Ray. That that makes sense. That makes sense in my brain. Only, thank you. That's really but all I feel I like needed. Stephen Ray isn't as naked. Isn't as naked and definitely isn't the power hitter that Jeffrey Rush is. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know yeah. if he's ever given the opportunity. I do love Stephen Ray, but I feel like they have a similar, um, like, droop face thing going on. Just, like, 
Like Stephen Ray is like if like w- like an English bulldog or whatever was a human. He's just like <laughs> it all just falls, and that's not a, that's not an insult. I'm well, not. it is because he called him English, <laughs> compared him to an English something. <laughs> what? Isn't that what they're called? Is it an English bull? Is that the specific kind, or like what are the ones that are no, like I'm that are like <laughs> every time they try to breathe because their faces are so. Well, you may. I I don't know if this is, this is not what I was. I wasn't saying you were wrong in okay. calling the breed English. I was saying it was insulting to an Irishman. No, I know. I I got your joke. Well, I wasn't sure if you got mine. But I do think you may be thinking of French bulldogs. That might be it. Yeah. I, I'm not. If English bulldogs are a thing, I can't place it. I'm not saying that they aren't. Right. That's the thing. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, hold on. I'm gonna oh, hold on. Let me bulldog them. <laughs> I thought. Casanova Frankenstein was just a brilliant idea by itself. Yeah, it is an English bulldog that I'm thinking. The okay. English bulldog are the little tiny ones. Show me. That <laughs> those kinds. The French bulldogs, I think, have yeah. like a, a slimmer. If I'm, if I'm. Like you can totally imagine that guy just carrying a Union Jack around with him. Yeah, the French bulldogs are the ones that are like. They're actually kind of cute. Yeah, they're the little yeah. tiny ones. <laughs> this Oh, that I wish we had a video because then I would just show it to you all the time. Look at look at how your face changed when you saw a cute dog. You want a dog, don't you? You little bitch. I, don't, I would hate to own a French bulldog. I would hate to own a bulldog just because if they look up, they'll drown. Like if they look up <laughs> while it's raining, they'll drown, and I will just. You're thinking of turkeys. <laughs> no, I think if I were to I own a dog, I'm it would have to be like medium sized. Oh no, it has to be tiny enough to no, just that's fit not, in my lap. That's not why I want a dog. That's why I want a dog. I want a service dog so that it will just sit in my well, lap and never move. My service dog will have to be able to attack people for me. <laughs> oh, my dog. That's will the service I need. <laughs> my dog will attack people. It just will That's not have I grew teeth. Up with, uh, <laughs> yeah, I grew up with big dogs. Yeah. I grew up with big dogs, and big dogs scare me a little bit. Because if a yeah, big so dog attacks me, I could die. <laughs> yeah. But if a little dog if attacks it, if me. If a big I dog wants to slobber on you, it could kill you. Fair, yeah. I know a kid in junior high that had an Irish wolfhound. What the fuck is that? They stand. Irish. This is like, they're like that tall. Irish wolfhound. Irish wolfhound. Welcome to. <laughs> oh my god, these dogs. They're cute, but they're huge. Yeah, that's fucking huge. <laughs> they're kind of shaggy, right? Yeah, they just look stupid. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway. Yeah. Stars and what dog breeds they are. <laughs> this episode. I love I love dogs that look like they've accidentally been bred. Like someone was like, These two are gonna make a really strong dog, but what happened is that it's just came out with bones and skin and anxiety. And they're just like, uh, I love That's every dogs. small dog breed to me. It's not, no, they don't have to be small. Like greyhounds, they well, just. Well, that's fine. I'm just saying. Greyhounds look like someone bred them that's to true. run and they just ended up creating an anxiety machine. They're like, okay, like they're not actually chasing the rabbit. They're trying not to catch it. Like they're trying to run they're past it. They're actually running it. away from they're it. They're trying they, to they, run past it. They've lapped it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're like, ah, not this one again. <laughs> Got me. Thank you. Um, 
Yeah, I... <laughs> so this film... <laughs> I was thinking... Uh, I was wondering. Mm-hmm. I think it's a very tight... It follows the three-act structure very tightly. Mm-hmm. And that's one reason it feels so good. Yeah. Because it follows that structure, but not... It somehow doesn't feel formulaic. Yeah, 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 There's yeah, enough... Yeah other things going on mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. make it feel fresh. Yeah. <laughs> you were like zoning out. What's Sorry, are you I'm okay? thinking of, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm thinking of what you're saying, but I'm, rem- I'm like thinking of like ways it doesn't fall into like the fact that they kill Captain Amazing. <laughs> and then I right. started thinking about how they're like in Toto, which is also something <laughs> I started saying after this movie. That I part is great. Oh, I love it. But that is, I mean that, it is surprising, but that it fits in the three act structure because yeah. it's like, yeah, the crisis. It builds the, yeah, but it's good because it's a spoiler. Yeah, <laughs> because it is a spoiler. Yeah, I love it though. Anyway, I love Ben Stiller. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I know, Gene Garofalo, mm-hmm. Hubba Hubba, <laughs> which is I, I was trying to remember. Like I cannot remember how I came upon this film or ended up watching it the first time. Yeah. I know that I watched it by myself and it felt like, like it was really, the reason we watched it together was because like, oh, you've heard of this film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, I mean, it wasn't the same as knowing you had heard of and seen Trust. (laughs) That was... That was like, that was discovered... on it. That was discovered very early on in our relationship when we were still getting to know each other via telephone and... (laughs) I mean, cell phone, sell a, sell a telephone. Um, but yeah, we were like talking to each other all the time. Maybe it was when you were on that retreat that you were on. Retreat? I don't know. When you worked at a oh, co-op, my co-op visit or whatever. You, yeah. We were, but we were talking on the phone all the time. I mean, we talked on the phone all the time until we moved in together. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was, it was pretty early on and you said something about, Martin Donovan and I was like, you know who Martin Donovan is? <laughs> I was right. like, I love Martin Donovan. And you were like, you love Martin Donovan? You're like, oh, have you seen Trust? And I was like, yeah, I've seen Trust. And you were like, oh, and we were both like, oh my god. I was like, I can't believe you know who Martin Donovan is. Yeah. And you're like, I can't believe you know who Martin Donovan is. Anyway, so you could see why I uh, obsess over Martin Donovan because it was a pivotal moment in our relationship. Yeah, <laughs> for real. But uh, uh, also, my friend Ruth wrote a song about Junior Garofalo Girl. in the 90s. Uh, I didn't know who Garofalo was. Wow. So that was my intro. Also, it was it was a running joke between us because, I mean, I think she was a little embarrassed about it. <laughs> but the rhyme scheme of the song uh-huh. mis- meant that Garofalo's name was pronounced wrong nice because Ruth didn't know that at the time how to say the name Nice. because it was that yeah it was that yeah new I mean I'm talking late 90s yeah yeah, yeah. (coughs) anyway but yeah had a huge crush on Garofalo I I just loved yeah I didn't I was like something where it was like I was she was someone who confused me because like I didn't think she was hot, but I did not think she was hot. And, like, I was like, do I want to be her? 
or yeah, and it was like a a confusing like queer thing where I like I was like, is she supposed to be a lesbian? Am I scared <laughs> of her? Like all yeah, this yeah, stuff, yeah. I was just like, and so when she was in stuff, I was like, oh my god, I love Janine Garofalo, and then I'm like, do I love Janine? Right. You know, <laughs> and so like there's like such like like a. Uh, and I, d- I don't, I realize honestly, like watching this movie, I'm like, yeah, Janine Garofalo was a huge part of my teenage years. Uh-huh. Like I didn't really, it didn't really click until I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Right. She was in really like. Well, and she, I mean, she didn't disappear, but she's quit right? being in movies. Yeah. Yeah. And like, like uh, truly like I, like I loved the movie i mean i still enjoy it but like it's not quite the same as when i was a teenager um romeo and michelle's high school reunion oh, yeah. like i right. would watch th- we like my me and my fast friend at the time it was like our movie you know yeah that friendship <laughs> and in my opinion and this holds up this holds up she was the best part of that movie she was so oh, fucking yeah, she's funny so she's and the daria yeah if you well i don't know i've never seen daria i've barely seen <laughs> um I'm like, if you, I was like, I rewatched this, like, I don't know, like, a year or two ago, and I was like, she's so fucking funny. Yeah, she she's is. so fucking funny. I and like, she makes feelings about that and, movie. Oh, and Alan Cumming is in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. Um, anyway, the best part of that movie is the fact that she pines over Alan Cumming's character, and she's, like, madly in love with him, and then <laughs> when she's, and I, this is where I'm like, oh, God, I'm her. When she sees him as an adult and he's like, stop being nerdy and he's rich and right. successful. She's like, oh, mm. God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, that's me. That's 100% me. She's like, that's, that's Sandy Frank. She's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was I thinking? Yeah. Ugh. Anyway. So, yeah, Mr. Men, she's in that. <laughs> I like the... Okay, it does this thing that I feel like happened in the '90s that like stopped, and I I miss it. I feel like it happens every now and then now, but there's just something about it that's not the same. I think because I don't know. I feel like film in general has changed in a in a way that I don't you know enjoy as much. I don't have the science to disprove it, <laughs> but it like mixes retro and futurism. Oh yeah. And oh, I fucking love this. It, but it does it in a way that's not clean. It's not yeah. trying to be sleek with it. Uh, the eye of the beholder does the same thing, uh-huh. where it, it, you have no. I don't know when it's supposed to be well, because I'm it, it's by like the, to admit this, but like until it was only like a couple of weeks ago, you, we we were watching Archer and you were talking about. I don't. I forget what I said, but you were like, "Yeah, they purposely obscure." <laughs> yeah. That's time setting. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, I never <laughs> put that together <laughs> yeah, about yeah, this yeah. show. And yeah. now it's all I see when we re when we're watching it. Yeah. And it's interesting because like they like in the um when they're in like the like Mallory or the first like three or four seasons, um, it's all like the late fifties, early sixties kind of look with, you know, everyone's yeah. outfits. But then when they do Archer Vice, it's the 70s. Yeah. And it's right. like they're all dressed like it's the 70s and they all act like it's all like the uh, like look is the 70s. But then when they go back to. Uh, Figures Detective. No, no. Because they have like one more season at. Uh, oh, Tron. 
Uh, Tunt. Yeah. No. Tunt more. No, no, no. It's uh, in the ISIS. They have like one more season oh, of ISIS. Do? Yeah. Because it's like season one through four is ISIS, and then it's um, Vice. Archer Vice, and then it goes back to ISIS in season six, um, and then it goes to uh, the. Um, Biggest detective agency, and then it's Archer Coma. Boo. Anyway, um, but it, in the one season, in season six, when it goes back to uh-huh. ISIS, it's back to like the sixties again. Which is or like early sixties. Yeah, a lot yeah. of it. But then it's like, and there's clearly contemporary references. Correct, because they all make, they have like iPhones and shit like that. Yeah. But yeah, oh, that's when it came up because it's it's a flashback of Archer as a child. Yeah, and. It's about he's. It's about how his Mallory wasn't around. Yeah. And he was basically raised by Woodhouse. Yeah. And Woodhouse is reading a telegram. Yeah. From Mallory. Uh huh. About. Uh, basically the overthrow. Oh fuck! What's what's the name of the operation? But when they overthrew. Yeah. The guy in Iran, and that was in the fifties. Yeah, so yeah, I'm like, yeah. there's no way Archer was. <laughs> yeah, and you're yeah. like, no, that's what this. <laughs> and I, I tried to bring up the Ron, um, Ron Cadillac. Uh-huh. I was like, you know, when they do the flashback with Ron Cadillac, you're like, yeah, that's that would be about when he. And I'm like, no, it's like in the forties. He would not have been like twenty to thirty years old in the forties, and it be contemporary. Like that's not that would not. And you were like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, that one really. Yeah, you're like I, because it's even like done in like like the flashback is done in kind of like grainy black and white, you know. (laughs) You're just like, wait a minute. I was like, yeah, it doesn't offer, which is something I really enjoy about the show. Is I feel yeah, and the shit like because they don't bring it up because it's just it's just aesthetics and and they do it like they purposely do it, but they don't talk about it they don't like all all the yeah. tech is like modern but like all their computers not are all like, of it like no te- all their tech telex is modern growth industry well all the uh, no, what it's i mean not telex it's a sorry go ahead um uh video tech, video tech yeah um all of the technology is modern in the set in how they use it right but it's retro in how it looks yeah they have so like gps fast. and yeah, sat yeah, phones yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah yeah and it's <laughs> And like you know, fucking automatic weapons and shit, yeah. and like uh, night vision goggles yeah, and right. all this shit. But like, <laughs> but then all the cars on the streets are, mm-hmm. yep, of a certain vintage. Yeah, just like that opening scene in Great Alter Park. States. Oh, remember, remember that when I clocked that. <laughs> anyway, this is, is a movie. It's Fuck like it. we didn't like this movie. I Be- know. And you made that joke already. I know, but it was off mic. (laughs) I wanted to say it for our listeners. And I've made that joke already more than once during other episodes. episodes. (laughs) I know. I'm not pretending like it's a new joke. (laughs) 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 I didn't say it was funny. I just said I figured it out. Um, Wes Studi is in this. Yes. Fucking love that dude. So good. And not playing, not explicitly playing a native. Yeah. Or not. You know. Yeah, yeah. What? Well, right. It's not like that thing. Yeah. <sighs> Who knows? Um, the ethnicity of the Sphinx. Yeah. <laughs> um, he is. I love that. He's the mentor character. He's just so good, and he. Has, I think yeah. it's like. It was really exciting to see him in like a comedy. Yeah, too. and especially like yeah, and he's so. Yeah, 
he, I just love, I fucking love Wes Duty. I remember as a kid when I watched The Last Mohicans, he was like a scary character to me. Yeah. And like we rewatched that movie like uh-huh. a couple years ago, and I was like, first of all, Wes Duty can get it. Yeah, Magua is hot shit. Um, and second of all, the scene where he like cuts out that fucking white bitch's heart. And just like hold it up, and the blood is like dripping down. Fuck I was yeah. like, "Yes, Wait, I love everything about this." I was like, "Who directed that?" Uh, Somebody, Michael wild. Mann, or something like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking a. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, yeah. That movie, I don't. Wow. I know. I was obsessed with that movie as a kid. Obsessed. I'd never seen it before. Obsessed. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's pretty boring. Yeah. Except for that scene. That's that the best scene. That scene in where he bounces off the rock. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. the rock bounces off of him, mm-hmm. rather. Mm-hmm. That was good. Mm-hmm. Hank Azaria? Yep. As the Blue Raja. <laughs> William H. Macy. William H. Macy, so good. He's so dry and flat, oh and it works so well. Jennifer Lewis. Oh, his wife? Mm-hmm. Lucille. She's great. Love her. Although I do feel a little weird. I can't tell. If it's supposed to be a joke that oh, it might be. his wife is black and his kids are black. Yeah, I don't know. <coughs> Kel Mitchell, Paul Rubens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lena Olin is in this. She plays the girlfriend of Jeffrey Rush. She was in... Yeah, oh, yeah, she's yeah, the, the psychiatrist. Dr. Leak. Yeah. She... Um, She's someone. Oh, she's, she's she was an alias. I first knew her from oh. Alias. Um, was she Sydney's mom in Alias? Oh, I shit. can't remember. Um, but she was also in. Uh, hold on. I'm just double checking that I'm not wrong about this. Yeah, she's she was in Mindhunter. Oh. She plays the uh, lesbian lover of Anna Torv. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Yep. The shitty one? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <coughs> the uh, shitty one? <laughs> well, because she... No, I know, I know. ...hooks no, up I... with somebody later, right? Doesn't she leave no, her? No, she, like, she's just, like, not attentive. Yeah. And she just, like, doesn't seem yeah. to give a shit about Anna Torv or whatever. <laughs> Never experienced that kind of lesbian relationship before. <laughs> yeah, it's fake. <laughs> so yeah. Uh the Wikipedia on this was actually pretty informative. Oh really? Yeah, as far as the production. So I would like I to I just read. love I just love the all the weird gestures of Tom Waits in that one scene or supposedly because oh, yes. he had all the dialogue <laughs> written on his hands. <laughs> Which I'm like when people do that kind of shit, I'm like you go to that length, is that really easier than memorizing? You know what I mean? I think Whatever I works don't. For you, but. I th- I was gonna say my I feel like it's more about safety. It's more about yeah. Cause it, it's like, like it's like it's safe. like having anxiety, like having meds for a panic attack. Sometimes is what you need. You just don't necessarily need to them take available. them. Yeah, you just yeah. need to have them in case, and that's enough. You know. Oh, I also wanted to say I noticed that I hadn't noticed the clock. I don't think I. I did remember this about this movie, so I don't know if I noticed it before. There were so many, like, kind of extreme close-ups, almost fisheye. Yeah. Everybody, like, it, almost every character gets some yeah. shot where it, the camera's right here, and it's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of tight shots like that, like, in the back of 
limos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like when uh, Captain Amazing is on the defraculator or whatever. Yes. And he's like, they're yeah. trying to, the camera's right here. There's a lot of that. I love so, okay, so it turns out the director, Kinka Usher, mm-hmm. had only directed commercials. I saw something where Ben Stiller said that, or no, Hank Azaria said that in the middle of production, he was like, this is so stressful. I'm just going to go back to doing one minute shorts because it's, yeah. this is too much yeah. work. <laughs> I'm like, that is, is he me? That's exactly yeah. what I imagine. And apparently he did. Yeah. Yeah. This is obviously because this is the only feature film he had, um, or feature length film. Originally, Danny DeVito was in talks for a $13 million deal to both star and direct. But negotiations, negotiations broke down over who would produce the soundtrack. <laughs> Here's a quote from DeVito. It was a big deal for me. I really wanted it, so I walked away from the project. What? Yeah, I don't understand. What? Uh, then Ben Stiller was d- approached to rewrite the script and direct, but turned it down. <laughs> wow. I decided I didn't want to do it because it was just too much. It was a huge movie I'd be taking on. Yeah. I, and apparently this was, everybody thought it was going to be a huge hit. Right, and, and it wasn't. It was like during the sort of first mm-hmm. wave of. Yeah. Not first wave. No, I, mean, I know like, what you mean. Like It's when all the X-Men movies were coming out yeah. and shit. Well, when, when special effects started getting good enough to where comic book movies could be made without them seeming um, yeah like yeah. like and when people figured out that w- people didn't want a comic they wanted like they didn't want like it to look animated the same as the comic or book they wanted more realism yeah, involved yeah, yeah. in it um or that you were able to do that right. without it without it taking I mean, look away at the success of spawned Todd McFarlane's Spawn. No, the special effects. Yeah, they do. The fuck? I remember that final boss from. <laughs> it just looks like it looks like, th- you know, those things where like it's like a little kid does a drawing, <laughs> yeah. and then they try to like make an actual like yeah. monster. That's what it looked like. It looked like some six-year-old drew this, and they were like, "Well, we're stuck with this. We have to use it. We have to have." <laughs> the bottom jaw sticking out 17 feet longer than and the it's top. immobile oh my god uh, anyway um yeah the fact that all star like all star is connected to this movie the the original music video has like scenes from this fucking movie in it it's like it it was like tied to. It was like the soundtrack to this movie. It's connected to this movie. And kids these days, you kids out there, PSA, Mystery Men is what made All Stars what it is, not fucking Shrek. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Respect. Get that right. It's not about fucking a green monster. It's about a bunch of loser superheroes. It's not about the offspring children. of an Andorian and an Orion. Slave girl. Because he looks like a green Andorian. Uh, okay. All right. It's you're bald. right. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're I know right. he's supposed to be a troll or ogre. Or I think my favorite thing about the movie is that Mike Myers. Shrek. 
<laughs> film I'm the a donkey. Whole, film the whole thing in his original accent, like in his Canadian accent. Okay. And when he was done and he they were watching it, he was like, "This isn't right." Because I think his like mom or something is Scottish. His dad. Okay. Um. So he was like, "Fairy tales have to be told with it." Like he was like, "This is this does not feel right." Oh. So he went back and re-recorded the, the whole, whole thing, thing with a Scottish shit. accent. Mm-hmm. So oh, it like cost him a bunch me. of money because he was like, "Nope, <laughs> I can't do." That's that. wild. I didn't. Yeah. Know so Shrek originally was just just sounded like Mike Myers. <laughs> sounded like Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Kinka Usher was responsible for the Got Milk campaign, as well as the Taco Bell Chihuahua. All right. Well, um, that's all. That's all for this episode. Why do um, the Got Milk commercial? I love. I think my favorite thing about that is that like milk is not like actually good for you like no. you shouldn't drink milk it doesn't and, like, build strong bones and it doesn't build strong bones but it's also like it's it's hard to digest and it's like it's just not something yeah, there's no real yeah I mean, there's no <laughs> in the especially in the 21st century in the first world there's no reason to be drinking the milk of, of uh, livestock <laughs> and <laughs> but people were fooled this there was a whole campaign oh yeah like about this and it was just basically to get people to buy milk. it had it's there's no actual <laughs> true story in the <laughs> circa 1997 98 mm-hmm. um me and my partner at the time donated to democracy now oh and as a pledge gift we got a book called milk the deadly poison fuck yeah fuck yeah which was like the main reason we donated was to get that yeah Never read it. Uh, <laughs> Stiller was originally offered the Blue Raja role. Oh, God. But was not interested in playing what he called a nerdy guy again. Ugh. Quote, the minute you start doing the same thing in comedy, people go, oh, I've seen that, he said. Anyway, uh, he took... The role of Mr. Furious saying, quote, in the original script, he was just angry all the time, but I thought it would be boring. So one of the changes I made is that he was the least, he had the least power. Like, if (laughs) we're a band, I'm the guy who started the band, but who's also the least talented. (laughs) (laughs) This is a good concept. No, yeah. And definitely how it plays. Yeah, for sure. And I do like the fact that it's not really about like I do think it's like it, there is a, a slight commentary on like toxic masculinity. Like he knows uh-huh. that his like his yeah. power is his like rage, but like he's misunderstanding and thinking that means that he has to be angry all the time and he has to. It's all he yes. is ever about. Like which is uh, exposed and. Uh, yeah. Named when he's talking about going, he's talking to the waitress mm-hmm. about going back to. Yeah. After he's walked off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to go back to the mm-hmm. group. Yeah. He's like, okay, but what's an angry way? I yeah, yeah, yeah. It? She's like, why don't you just say you're sorry? And he's <laughs> like, how can I do that in an angry way? But also, it feels like he's pretending that he's angry. Right. You know, and he's not really understanding. But in the end, like, he gets angry when someone he cares about is in danger. 
Right. And that's where his power comes from is from giving a shit, you know, about someone and, and right. allowing himself to care, which I feel like it's not like explored thoroughly, but I feel like it's a really good sort of like example of like, mm-hmm. it's, it's not the, the anger isn't the power, right? The power, like you get angry, like, you know, like the anger isn't what gives you strength. Your strength is what allows you to get angry. You know. Oh, thank you, the Sphinx. Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> Why am I doing this again? When you can balance attack hammer on your head, you will head off your foes with a balanced attack. And why am I wearing the watermelon on my feet? I don't remember telling you to do that. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. Wait. Apparently, everybody was allowed a lot of leeway to with their characters. Yeah. And I guess Usher said <laughs> he didn't. Bu- he didn't even try to direct. Yeah. <laughs> Specifically, Ben Stiller and Gina Garofalo. Nice. Uh, apparently. Um, Kel Mitchell's character, Invisible Boy, was not in the original comic. Oh. His character. Um, and it was just, like, something that someone, like, had the drunken idea and thought it was really funny. And they uh-huh. thought it was so genius that, like, he's only invisible when no one's looking at him. Not even himself. And they were, like, they thought it was so good that they they wrote that character into the... Nice. Yeah. Well, and I think, intentionally or not, it taps into... For instance, Ralph Ellison's The Invisible Man about being a black man in America. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it bombed. I know. Which explains, I guess, why yeah, why we never, never heard of it. it at the time. Yeah. Um, its release was delayed a week, so it wasn't competing with the Blair Witch Project. Oof. Yeah. Psych. A week later. Mm-mm. Well, like in the fucking nineties, like. I mean, I mean, it wasn't quite the same in the 90s, but, like, even, like, now, a, you know, something plays at the theater for, like, a month at most. But, like, you know, it goes straight to, you know, it goes to... Streaming. Yeah. Or streaming. Or, no, no, no. It goes, like, to DVD or streaming or whatever, like, a month later or something like that or a couple months later. Yeah. But, like, in the 90s, it was totally different because it would, like, be in the theater for months. Right. Like in the eighties would be in the theater sometimes for years. Um and and that stretched over to the nineties. In the nineties it was getting it, the process was getting a little quicker, but like it would still be in the theater for like months at a time, depending. Um, if it was like doing well enough. And then it would take like a year for it to come to video sometimes or like, you know, mm-hmm. like six months. It would take a while for it to come to video for to to be able to rent it or oh, purchase yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it wasn't right away. So like a lot of the stuff like it, it's wild to think like because like a movie doesn't necessarily have to do great in the I mean, you know, it doesn't really have to do that great in the theater for it to be super oh, yeah. popular, you know, um, and like. It's it's interesting because like things like streaming services, <laughs> there'll be movies that like don't really get a wide release or don't really get a release at all, and and like end up going to Netflix like two or three years later, and then become a huge hit on Netflix, 
Yeah. Even though nobody's seen them. Right. You know, or like heard of it. But like, so it's interesting to see how like stuff changed. Like in, you know, in the 90s, like delaying something a week. It's like, what's that going to do? Because it's not like. <laughs> yeah. It's not the same. Like now, if you delayed it a week, I could see that making a difference because things are only in the theater for like, I don't know, a month or something yeah, like that. Right. But like in the fucking 99, that shit, no. a week's not going to mean anything. I remember. I feel like it would must have been out like a month and still seeing a line around the corner for people to go see Blair Witch Project. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I read something. This is when I really was like, oh, my. It like really hit me how different things had had become uh-huh. but like i think it was et uh-huh. that had like a running for like two years or something what? or yeah something like it was in the theater Holy for like shit. because it was such a big hit sure that they just kept showing it, it or maybe it was like a year and a half but it was not it wasn't a co- like a co- it was literally like there were movies that would be if they were popular enough yeah they would play them until i and mean then why not it, and then it would take a, yeah it's fucking insane yeah and now it's just like you just wait a, you know yeah like batman streaming on hbo that came really? out yeah that came out like <laughs> last month i think you know in the theaters and yeah. it was, you know so it's like shit like that's like it's it's nuts to me you know i mean i don't mind <laughs> um which sucks because I actually liked that Nirvana song Not because anymore. it was one of the fewest played ones. And now it's just everywhere. And I'm like, son of a fucking bitch. <laughs> yeah. I don't feel precious about Nirvana. What does that mean? I have no need to protect it. Oh, oh no, no, no. It's just like, it's, it's only because now I'm going to get sick of it is all. Yeah. Anyway, would you recommend? Oh, wholeheartedly. Yeah. If you haven't sure. seen this, I don't know why. Right. I mean, except. If you missed it, like we did. You missed it. You're really young. You don't like superhero movies. Um, You don't enjoy Ben Stiller. Also, I will say this. If you don't enjoy Ben Stiller, you should watch this because this is not a Ben Stiller movie. Like, I do not enjoy Ben Stiller. And I love this movie. It's really an ensemble cast in that it doesn't feel like it's heavily weighted towards any of the good guys more than the other. Any other. Yeah. I think my 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 main complaint about this is that like, or this was my main complaint. I'm not saying this is yeah. uh like when I was younger, I wanted Greg Kinnear to have more screen time. In yeah, when I was <laughs> and like maybe he. Oh my god! And the first time I watched this, I was like, oh, it's so genius, and the superheroes getting corporate endorsements. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, I do. Yeah, I think there's a lot about this movie that like it actually does hold up. Like it's not actually. Oh, yeah. It's not dated enough in what it's in the message it's trying to say or in the way that it's delivering a message or anything that it can't still be relevant. Yeah. Like and the fact that it's like a bunch of misfits, they're not misfits to each other, really. Right. They're mis they they just don't they're just like not mainstream. Yeah. And it, it they don't care and they don't let that bother them. And, like, you know, like, it's, like, ridiculous. Like, the spleen played by Paul <laughs> He's just, like, acne-covered and yeah. just, you know, Horrible goofy. Hair. Yeah, goofy-looking. And his superpower is that he farts. <laughs> yeah, underutilized, honestly, <gasps> as a superpower. 
tickle my egg. How is that work? fucking funny i think that was the thing where like i think when we watched it last time i was like wow i don't i thought he was i always thought it was funny but i don't think i realized until we watched it the last time i was like oh my god paul Rubens is so fucking good that's what i'm saying this that's what this viewing was for me i was like so fucking funny i think tom waits is great in it oh yeah fucking what's her name she's like junk it (laughs) sally (laughs) and he's just like it's a stress ball (laughs) I just like that it's like an old lady that's just like not listening to him at all he's like oh I'm so full of rage he's like (laughs) Uh, I want to shout out the uh, stretch Corvette that Mm -hmm. they uh, tear up Mm -hmm. that was pretty Mm -hmm. awesome Mm mm-hmm yeah. I don't know what kind of bike <coughs> Mr. Harley, Furious it's har- rides. Harley compatible. Oh, Harley, <laughs> Harley compatible. That's a good joke. That's a good joke. I don't know why it's it's always funny to me when he does the thing where he laughs and his like little toilet paper from his nose just shoots right into the coin slot for the fucking charity. Nah. It's so funny to me. Cause it, I think it's because I he's like <laughs> And then it shoots out. It doesn't just like randomly shoot out. Yeah. It, it seems like so realistic. And it's oh, I don't know why that's that stays funny to me. Mostly because you know, thinking about it, like mm. Jeffrey Rush is not the strongest part of this movie. Although he's know, he's good, but I feel like something about it could have been tighter. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's the accent. <laughs> I just think it's the severely. Um, softly round like fingernail that's supposed to be so sharp it's slicing your throat it's like the roundest fingernail and it just it's so it looks so dull and yeah it's so sharp that it's slicing her throat just by him touching her skin I thought the uh, the digital special effects are not so bad no yeah for sure actually no I don't think so I love when not for how much they use them for 1999. Yeah, I don't. I I wasn't like, oh, I I know. I know done. you didn't like the sound, which I get. But I fucking love the bowling ball so much. I love it. Oh yeah, me too. I love Ugh. it. As a, yeah, yeah. No, I I don't. A didgeridoo plays. For some I never reason. clocked that. I thought it was just trying to sound. I you know like. Yeah, it would. Yeah. Like, the timbre of it fits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just like, okay. And I was reading about the the composer did apparently use a lot of uh, like ethnic instrumentation in the score. Oh, that's the only one that stuck out. Yeah, but he's like tr- uh, traditional Hungarian folk instruments and like oh, a Greek wow. bazooki and wow, some I guess percussion stuff. Hmm. But yeah, I don't. And I will say, I love when they when they go find Tom, Tom Waits. Waits. Yeah. And I had always remembered that he's bowing a birdcage, but that's not what it is. It's that instrument that was designed to be used for to, for like a creepy soundtrack effect. It's yeah. just a bunch of metal tines on a mm-hmm. platter, basically, and with a handle in the middle. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's just like balancing he's just on like one leg. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, yeah. the first time I watched that, I was like, oh. Yeah. I did know who Tom Waits was, so I was like, I oh, I get it. I get it. 
Yeah. Also, the I just love his character is the yes. non-lethal. Non-lethal weapons. Oh my god. In the tor- tornado can. That looked all right. That looked fine. Yeah. You know. I, I really liked how it looked when they melt. Uh, amazing. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. That's, yeah, that was my favorite. That was great. Um, I love the blame thrower though. Yeah, that's good. Oh, the fucking goody mob is in this movie. Yep, playing the not so goody mob. <laughs> Which is something I would not, I had not clocked before. No. Yeah, 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 same. I was like, aha, that's funny. The not so goody mob, and then I'm like, wait, is that actually goody mob? <laughs> it is. <laughs> CeeLo Green is in this movie. <laughs> well, wait. Let's just, yeah. I don't, yeah. Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna take, uh, Keith's gonna make water and I'm gonna take water. Bye. Oh boy!